Yep. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Hello, welcome back to Ramble Hour. Today we are going to talk about. What are you going to talk about? I don't know. Um, we're going to talk about. Let's start with. Trans? Yeah, gender. <laughs> okay, gender. Okay. How many genders are there? You're asking me? Yeah. I say two. Biologically, it mm -hmm. is undebatable to have multiple genders. Okay. It is physically impossible yeah. to be both genders. Because, you know, it's, it's a part of natural selection. It's a part of uh, nature as mammals to have two genders. That's like... Okay the rule set by God or since the start of civilization. Mm -hmm. But then trans people, mm -hmm. they are being both genders at once, kind of. Trans right? people? Yeah. Okay. So, are you saying they don't exist? They do exist, socially. See, I was talking about biologically. Socially, you can be whatever you want. You can identify as a female, socially. You can identify as a male socially, even though biologically you're something else. So, then socially, is it acceptable to identify as a different race? If you're able to identify as different genders, is it acceptable to identify as a different race? Uh, see, here's the thing you cannot change who you are biologically. It's impossible to change your DNA, to okay. change okay. your blood. So, gender. Is it impossible to change gender as well? Yeah, it is, it is impossible to change gender. Even though you have these um, you know, surgeries going on, it's possible to do it. You cannot deny that you're born with this gender. You're born with the characteristic. You still have the hormones. Okay. Then what about the argument that everyone is, to a certain extent, like both female and both male? That is just such a stretch to okay. include, you know, scientific understandings into, in, like, basically social status. Mm -hmm. You're kind of implementing the idea of social genders into scientific genders. Those two should not be together. Okay, so they should be separate. Yeah. Okay, so I was looking at this video, and this person knew a person who had plastic surgery to like lift his eyes up to make him look Asian because he really loved K-pop and he wanted to become Korean. Yeah, I, I, and now yeah, he yeah. identifies as Korean. Is that socially acceptable or is that racist? See, see, right now I think um, people will, some people might think that it's uh, socially acceptable, yeah. such as that person himself or herself probably. Mm. But they don't. They're not doing it out of spite. They're right, right. Actually, trying to. Right, so see, like it, yeah. see, here's the thing. For those people. Mm -hmm. It is uh, a different story for uh, basically accepting different genders and different races because they're doing it out of their own interest. Yeah. They're doing it out of their love to K-pop, yeah. not they're trying to not, inclusive. If that's you know? not harming others, then that's their own choice. That's their own choice, right? yeah. But people get offended by that. Right. So, what, like they're kind of harming others. So should they not do it? Or are they free to do anything that they want? See, I think that um, the problem of today, mm -hmm. especially uh, accepting different races or trying to kind of include or or uh, like a, 
I guess, renew the understanding or the yeah. definition of race and gender mm-hmm. is to include all the gender, is to merge the word female and male yeah. into human, into one gender, mm-hmm. is to merge all the races of Asian, African, American into the same race. Yeah. But that that doesn't make sense. See, right. that, that is Everyone's born differently. Right. And like individualism and difference and diversity should be maintained. That is a that is a very very radical thinking to include everyone or to forcefully achieve globalization. Yeah. But under this definition, people will still be more extreme, uh, still be more racist. Because at the end of the day, the reason why we erase these words from dictionaries or certain people want to erase these words from dictionaries is that people will never use it. Yeah. So I think the problem is the way that we think and rather than like the actual vocabulary right. because even though we erase racist vocabulary right like if you're still thinking the same way that idea still remains you know right if you if you yeah. say if you think that it's necessary to erase the words yeah. then it clearly shows that people are still using it mm-hmm. so you, you gotta eliminate the cause from its roots you gotta stop making people thinking that, yeah. that you know different races and stuff through, like, Social stuff, you know? Now, I actually don't think it can be achieved, sadly, in recent really? years. It takes time. Yeah, it, it takes, takes time, time to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, these kind of things will only kind of backfire because you're c- mm-hmm. kind of forcing people to believe in what they, not, what they do not believe in yeah, instead of yeah. teaching them the reason behind it. But I think, yeah, yeah that kind of stems from our cultural teachings and basically, like, how we're raised in society. Because... Like let's say, um, let's say you're raised in Japan, right? There's not many. Okay, recently there are a lot of um, foreign people, but still like in schools and stuff, there's not really much international students and stuff right? like that, right? So if they go out to the, the world and they see people who are different than them, they recognize that they're different. Like maybe they don't have the intention of hurting them but they will still be profiling the person based on their race or their gender, right? Right. So you can't really avoid um, like offending them because like, how else do we know that you identify a certain way, right? Because I think um, if you're meeting someone the very first time, the only thing you have to judge them on is their external appearance. So you can't really plan or like assume otherwise than what you're looking at and what you're looking at you're perceiving it because of your cultural background the way you're raised and like those factors into like how you're perceiving them see that so. that's why um i th- i think this issue it's still uh, under development so you still need time for globalization to achieve another level right now as you said if you're born in japan if japan is um, a more radical example because not many countries are like Japan, where uh, the racist or the ethnicity yeah. is this uh, focused yeah, compared to yeah, other countries. Yeah. But you know, these countries still exist, and uh, these environments can only be changed through diversity in the population themselves. And that's the only yeah. way to change that. You, you, you cannot. I mean, that's another topic. But do you think diversity is good, or do you think it's not necessary? 
diversity in a certain country like should you force diversity because it's i feel good like in one even, terms even in companies yeah like because of um the lack of inclusion and stuff like that mm-hmm. they're forcing diversity so that their company um image looks good mm-hmm. to the people mm-hmm. but should you force diversity or should you not even try i mean if it's in a company or a some organizations where people work together mm-hmm. then i honestly personally this is my personal opinion yeah. but, but i personally believe that people work better if they have more similarities okay right i mean you could get different ideas if you're you you can get different idea. ideas but it's more productive if you have a clear okay, goal yeah 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 i guess i mean they don't need to be similar in the person sense if you're working right. together. Right, right, but like you know, diversity. We still yeah, have different cultural you can backgrounds. Better uh, yeah, exactly. If you yeah. Have a better understanding. For example, in Asia especially, we have the wine culture. People drink to, you know, kind of go up in the rankings. And how would you explain this to western people, right? Yeah, cuz okay, uh, yeah. From my understanding, western people drink to like bond with each other and stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah. And um yeah. uh, I went to a, a trip with my dad to um California yeah. and he was trying to contact another uh, company where he was supposed to do business with mm-hmm. so he called that person uh, I think yeah he called the CEO and the CEO did not respond to him and in, in my dad's image yeah. in my father's image that he thinks that this company is very uh, irresponsible okay. because he did not answer the phone yeah. but you know western people in western culture if it's weekends or holidays they don't look at work yeah. they don't work True. at all mm-hmm. but in asia it's another sense if yeah. you're during the weekend okay. especially during the weekends and holidays you have to work harder yeah. and that's the kind of this uh, cultural kind of uh, issue that yeah. uh, you have to embrace if you have too much diversity and that's just that's that's just an example of two cultures differentiating yeah. with each other how would a company work if every single person have different cultural backgrounds yeah, i guess that needs to come down to leadership and like effective leadership yeah. and like if everyone has the same motive then people work together regardless of their, and i think like in the work sense you have to do it mm-hmm. like even though you don't like the person you gotta try and work together you know what i mean yeah, that's, see, that's a thing. If if uh, in places like America, where it's a immigrant country, people are forced to work together. There's no other way. But in already established countries where they define by ethnicity, like Japan, yeah. China, Korea, then uh, people would probably go to um, companies where there are more people who are similar to them compared to their more uh, Western peoples who they could not communicate with them directly yeah now let's talk about cultural appropriation Mm -hmm. so like people they try to become something that they're not because i think as humans we are more inclined to like something that we don't have sure (laughs) so uh let's say um a white person they braid their hair Mm -hmm. and that's apparently culturally offensive to black people because that's their culture or maybe it's not offensive but like, wait. wait so you're saying that um cultures they kind of have their like own copyrights yeah so if like a so that's how everyone's treating it so mm. even though 
so um, they it, like it and they want, might want to try it because I think in our society mm-hmm. we basically copy everything off of each other right we change it a bit and that's our new culture now. we don't necessarily copy but yeah we get influenced a lot Influence, from yeah. cultures Cause, right yeah because everything that we create it's basically based off of influence mm-hmm. so I guess the problem with another race trying to copy um, something that's their own culture is that they're not being um, credited. They're not being credited. Yeah, so mm. obviously, yeah, they get mad, right? Yeah. But, like, fashion, music, and everything like that, everyone mm. has their individualistic taste. So mm-hmm. I think it should be free for anyone to do whatever they want without being down, like surrounded by boundaries of what is culturally appropriate and what is not. So you're saying that, um, let's say you're Japanese yeah. and Chinese, if yeah. we open a taco shop and call it um, a traditional Asian food, is that allowed? See, like that is not okay because you're discrediting what is originally but you just said that it's fine if we implement something. Let's say that we put... It's fine if you copy a style or if you... Ooh, but... Let's say we make yeah. tacos just like traditional Mexicans make them. But instead... It's okay to eat we, them. What? It's okay to eat tacos even though you're not Mexican. Yeah, that's you fine. I mean? But is it okay to sell tacos if you're not Mexican? I think so, yeah. Under Mexican brand? Yeah, if it's under the Mexican brand. Okay. Sure. But if you change the Mexican brand, it's still okay or no? Ooh, like just an American shop. No, shop. for example, like this going back, like we're, we're both Asians, right? Yeah. And um, we open a taco shop yeah. and we call it traditional Asian food. Wait, just to clarify, you mean takoyaki? No, like tacos. Oh, tacos. Mexican oh, okay. tacos, tacos. Okay, right. Okay, okay. Mexican tacos. And we huh. call it traditional Asian food. But instead of, um, you know, just copying the same thing, mm-hmm. We basically make tacos, but we dip some soy sauce on it. Is that okay? Don't call it traditional. Okay. Or don't brand it Asian, I guess. Now how should you brand it? Just anything that is you, like as a person. Because I feel like right now in our society, mm-hmm. we're not actually looking at people as a person, but we're actually looking at people as a category. So you're saying people. that we should abolish all categories and ethnicities and That's look at people saying, individually. I don't think that that should be the priority. Because let's say um, someone looks at you, mm-hmm. right? You're a guy. So mm-hmm. people see you as a guy, mm-hmm. which is not bad, but they might have... So right now, people are like reverse canceling. This is what I was talking about with yeah. backward culture. Like people are hating on... Um, skinny people, fit people, um, guys, um, straight people, Mm -hmm. because they're not the minority, Mm -hmm. right? And it's good to, um, like, embellish and prioritize the voices of minorities, but it's not good to actually hate on the majority. Do you know what I'm saying? So... I don't think there's any hate on the majority, so... They, they're actually... They, they hate for being straight, they hate you for being normal? Not hate exactly but they kind of have like this angsty feeling towards you so this is the video i was trying to show you um it's a tiktok video oh god a tiktok (laughs) video 
It, it was created by like, this <sighs> random user, uh, okay. right? Yeah. It was created by this random user. Um, I think its username was username. 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 Zero, username yeah, username zero. Zero, one, two, three, you sure four. it's not a bot? <laughs> I don't know why, but and this video went viral apparently, right? Okay, so this girl, she's obviously really beautiful and stuff, and but she's fit and toned, right? Okay. And the comment section is like, oh, like, no, this is a no. I don't like you. Um, you're making other people insecure. But she's just being herself, right? Okay, so she's a fit girl, and that's the comment section. Like, oh, like, um, you don't know what you're doing to other people. You're mm -hmm. a bad influence and stuff like that. And then there's this fat girl who also creates a TikTok video. Uh -huh. And then everyone's like, oh my gosh, I'm so obsessed, queen, and stuff like that. Mm. And while both girls are beautiful, it's not good to reverse the psychology and say that but do you think that the common bad. people are they actually think so though no i think they're, they're just, just jealous jealous of what they're jealous of not being able to put in the hard work i guess and attain the body that the fit girl has probably that's why they're probably projecting the hate onto her they say firstly just yeah. just to clarify that i'm against like this whole um putting on social media Kind of showing off yourself as oh, a thing. Okay. That okay. that that's that just destroys the whole purpose of social media. Social media is a place where you connect with people, and for platforms like YouTube and TikTok, that's a place where you share your product, not yourself. Yourself is not your product. You did not make yourself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I personally think that social media can be used for however you want it to. I guess it's just to. Well, what do you mean how? Project yourself as whatever you want to project it yourself as. Okay. So you can no, 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 do he, whatever you here's want. Here's the thing: the whole purpose yeah. of social media is to connect with other people, right? That's that's yeah. a whole. That's the initial social purpose, media, yeah. right? Social media, exactly. You're trying to be social. It's a platform. Yeah. But what uh, what these things do is that people start to compete with each other. Yeah. How okay. would you find any similarities if your initial goal yeah, on social media is, is to compete exactly. with everyone? Exactly. So I think the problem is that people compare people, right? Yeah. That's one thing, and. The one, the video I'm showing you right now, it's talking about how people. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, there was a bug. So people, it's just a fly. It's not a bug. That was a really big fly. Okay. So I think the problem is people fat shame people. That's okay. Bad, and I think that's really um, because social media, it just embellishes things in real life and because you don't have you're kind of anonymous in social media right mm -hmm. so i think people are more real and more projective mm -hmm. than what they would usually self-censor you know what okay, i mean okay sure yeah so um yeah there's fat phobia and then now because um there's the whole body positivity movement mm -hmm. there's skinny shaming mm -hmm. and Body positivity is about just being positive about your body, whatever okay. size and stuff like that. But there's cancel culture, so this girl, now she's being like skinny shame for being toned mm -hmm. and putting in the work and showing off her body because that's what she worked hard for. And uh, then the other girl is like being praised. And that's kind of what the 
See, um, firstly, I really do not get why, um, I mean, I'm fine with people showing off their hard work and stuff, yeah. but um, I think their goal or what they're trying to achieve is, mm -hmm. it's, it's twisted. Yeah. Right, for like, um, like the, the, the skinny girl, let's mm -hmm. say, mm -hmm. that she's really fit, right? Mm -hmm. But the initial goal of her being on TikTok is not to encourage people to work out. Yeah, it's right. It's, it's just to gain influence. That's the problem. And going back yeah. to the cultural appropriation, yeah. it is not it, like social media. It really destroys the whole purpose of uh, having culture, having groups of ethnicity. Because initially, people mm. have this boundary that we already established through connection with different cultures for centuries, for years, okay. and that's why we have this. Um, kind of this uh, like outside where we protect other people or even ourselves from directly communicating with what we are actually thinking and social media removes the safety lock you don't see them you don't meet them why shouldn't you shame them you know why shouldn't yeah. you attack them yeah. you you have nothing to lose yeah, exactly. and that is the problem and that goes the same way as with cultures and that's why these days people are feeling extremely sensitive as a backfire of these kind of phenomena. Yeah. No, I think people are more defensive nowadays and that's why we're afraid to say certain certain things. Yeah. And once it goes to social media, people just say whatever they want. And, and I really think that um, unless our entire society transforms into a digital age, mm -hmm. like people just everyone just stay at home work from home yeah we don't even need streets we don't even need transportation because everyone just need a computer if society someday becomes like that and that's a huge problem right yeah i doubt that would happen right exactly yeah. and uh and today if if let's say that we gather all the people in a common session both from the skinny girl and the fat girl i strongly doubt that they will start a fight i strongly doubt that they will use the same language against each other and, and these kind of, uh, you know, extreme comments, yeah. it's just a, um, well, it's a very fake phenomenon. It, it's very thin and you cannot see it. it. It's in the air, like literally in the air, in the internet, right? Mm -hmm. If you make these people meet face yeah, to face, yeah, face, to face they these, will not see the entire words. thing just disappears. Yeah. That's the thing. Everyone is being... It's just their thoughts coming out. Right. In, so it's basically like this digital phenomenon where in the digital world, it's another whole different sociology going on there mm. compared to the real life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in real life, uh -huh. I don't think, um, you know, cultural appropriation or ethnic groups is a problem. We have used it for centuries. We have used it for years. We have seen countries, different ethnicities, working together in different time periods throughout history. But we also see wars and nationalism rise. And if you think about it, the rise of nationalism, when is it? It's in the 19, late 1980s, the early 1900s, right? In the, in the late 1800s and the early 1900s. And that's the time period where mass media became a thing. That's when the time where newspapers became okay, a thing. But I think still, like, even before mass media was a thing, there was problems between races and stuff. It's mm -hmm. now just being addressed. 
Okay. And I think maybe now was a bad time for it to be addressed because of the polarization no, of media. No, of course, there are problems, but yeah. it will never become a social trend, a trend of nationalism. Uh, where, where, you know, Hitler and Mussolini, these people can rise to power. That is pretty impressive if you look at it in a real-life situation, where people can yeah. thrive to talk and communicate with each other. Yeah, I think now power is given to social media influencers. Whatever they say and whatever the masses say, that's the power that everyone follows, right? That's the power that they have. When they speak their opinions, that's what other people are influenced by. And especially if their reasoning was somewhat true, then people will be like, oh, that's true. Let's like take the horoscope example, you know? Yeah, I, people uh, people um, follow their horoscopes and yeah. they're like, oh, the horoscope said that I'm a Libra, so I must be like this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like those things are so generic that it fits everyone. But, you know, if it's somewhat true to what you are like, then mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. You're basically... Yeah, no, uh, go, going, your horse. going back to your point yeah. on uh, influencers are the most powerful people these days, mm-hmm. I kind of disagree. Because okay. influencers, them themselves, they are not a source of power. They are the mm-hmm. product of power. The power lies in the people themselves. The people, the users of the new internet age. That's what the people want. That's what the people want to read. That can be argued and about, like, before, like, social media, though. Before the social media, how would you know if a person from England was uh, talking to his grandma about his opinions on... Oh, so you're quote. saying that um, people in the comment section, people who are users, connecting with each other... No, no, not, not the comment section. Let's forget about comment section. Okay. That's just the gener- Every single user mm-hmm. in the social media, they are the power holders. The viewers, they are the power holders. Why do you think these TikTokers make these videos? Because people watch them. That's the whole driving force yeah, behind exactly, them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, so so it, it doesn't matter whatever they say. TikTokers or YouTubers, they get cancelled every day. And why? Because the people don't want them to say these things. The people don't want to watch yeah, these people things. people don't want to actually hear them say controversial things mm-hmm. they want to hear their opinion coming out of their mouth exactly and once they do that then that just gets like you know spread out and stuff like that so it's not the so minority it's not it's, not the it's still media influencers it's the it's the driving opinion. force of the masses yeah yeah yes yeah, yeah. and if a social media influencer or whatever is the one who's projecting that and who's also like saying that thing that the masses support then that's right. what yeah gets popular so what we are seeing today in on the internet mm-hmm. it's not really just a few individuals or a group of oligarchs trying to control them neither are the uh, responsibilities of the companies who are trying to establish these trends it is the people themselves that start to influence because they suddenly gained these um you, you kind of this oppression from the society that they are trying to express you know like they they could not express their own opinions that are extreme and not accepted by society in real life and the only way to do that is to express this through society and this is very very similar to the 1900s where there's the red scare where communism is Mm -hmm. thriving everywhere and what we have seen today is exactly a rising movement of left wing and going back to your social media influencer being cancelled thing yeah like do you, do you see apology videos and stuff? Yeah, of course they they do that. They do that all they the do time, that. but 
And then people then say, oh, the apology video wasn't genuine. And they complain about the apology yeah. video, right? But how can it be genuine when what they said initially was their actual opinion? And because their opinion doesn't align with yours, they were forced to make an apology video trying to, like, trying to actually attract you and say, oh, it's okay, your opinion is also valued. Like, that's obviously not genuine. So what do you expect of that? No, um, I think uh, people kind of have this... Uh this wrong opinion or uh, this, I guess, wrong understanding, misunderstanding mm -hmm. of how the influencers appear on camera is actually who they are. Because, mm -hmm. because on the internet, people are getting used to expressing and accepting other people's extreme opinions. Yeah. That's what they actually like, believe they in. They really love the drive. Right. And, like, and, and that's and the problem with the users, because the users, they are anonymous. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows who they are, but the influencer, they are showing their face. Yeah. Every single day, how would you accept them to get rid of the traditional real-life social boundaries that they have? They won't. They're showing a fake side of them, or instead a side built up by the viewers and the users. Yeah. They're well, not a representation of themselves. They are a representation of the viewers and the masses. Yeah. That's what they are. Like, that's also true for some cases, but... In, like other cases it's not that they're being fake but rather i think humans they have a lot of sides to them like you're a different yeah. person to one person compared to who you are to another person yeah but that's still you mm -hmm. you know so i think they're just projecting the side that they choose to project on social media as their character so you're saying that the influencers they kind of change sides sometimes and yeah like i think and that's what causes the conflict Mm, no, the conflict is caused by their actual true self mm -hmm. or what they think is good or normal um, misaligning with the public opinion, I think. Misaligning with the public opinion? Yeah. Well, I think it's a public opinion themselves. Wait, what? On one, on one hand, mm -hmm. if, if let's say that the, uh, uh, the, the public opinion of... Um, let's give an extreme example. Um, Logan Paul and Jake Paul. Okay. Right? Yeah. These are notorious YouTubers these yeah. days. They're notorious. Yeah. Everyone hates them. Yeah. But why do they hate them? Why why do they hate them? Why? Because of their content, right? Yeah. They're projecting this extreme rude and showing off trends to mm -hmm. the people. But in 2016 or earlier, that's that's how they become famous. That's what the people wanted to watch back then. And that's exactly how the opinions started to become. That's that's how the people shaped Jake Paul and Logan Paul. Jake Paul and Logan Paul, they're not themselves. They are made by the people. They're made by the viewers. And if the viewers hate okay. them today, they can only hate themselves, the viewers themselves, for misleading these celebrities yeah, to mean, become yeah. who they are today. Yeah, because like Jake Paul and Logan Paul, I feel like they, because of their sub subscribers, they became really... Like, right self-entitled and stuff like they think that what they're doing is right right that's yeah i mean but you can't really blame it all you cannot blame maybe you can blame them maybe you can't i don't know i've never met jake paul logan paul i've never yeah. spoken with you them. can't really judge a person based on what they're projecting i guess but i mean yeah. that's the only way i mean judge judging them. person judging the influencers themselves that's mm -hmm. another story but the general trend these days is how um influencers they're not shaped by themselves. They're shaped by the masses. They're controlled by the masses. Okay. 
and that's what's happened. So, I guess with influencers, they do care about like the current trends and like mm-hmm. keeping up with current society. I guess, right? Yeah. And right now, going back to our topic, mm-hmm. like, a lot of influencers put um, their gender pronouns yeah. in their bios, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a good um, way that society is progressing to be more inclusive, or do you think that that inclusivity doesn't isn't really necessary? What do you I think I think that like putting gender pronouns in front of um, your bio and stuff yeah. that actually helps people who approach you to know like what you identify as and stuff like that mm-hmm. but some people say like oh those are unnecessary what do you mean by identifying as them right them they or them yeah, yeah exactly that's that's another very clear evidence of how the people influence the the uh, the um, producers or the artists mm-hmm. and the, on the internet and social media because everyone is uh, having this, expressing this opinion yeah. about the satisfaction of uh, basically oppression on their gender, mm-hmm. toxic masculinity, this um, you know, yeah. discrimination against women, feminism, these kind of stuff. They are, they're building up. They're building up from ages. These these problems think, has like, existed for before, ages. Before and that's, those just mentioned. Yeah. I never questioned my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Personally, I never questioned what gender I'm on. Mm-hmm. But now that um, a lot of people or basically social media and stuff, they talk about these things, right. it makes me question, am mm-hmm. I really who I thought I was? So it makes me question myself as a person and right. what I ident- identify as. Right. And it's, I it's, think without social media, that never happened. And, and that's exactly why. Like, gender issues is not an issue. If if in the um, you know in the mass ninth, media and stuff like that no no, no in real life it, it's yeah, in real classification life, yeah. of people there they have no meaning behind it there's no meaning there's no good or bad for being a woman or a man there's no good or bad for being an Asian or an African or I American guess, yeah the standards that it's tied to it though right no the like classification themselves they're neutral how is it possible to judge a class it's a classification it's a category yeah yeah so that's what I was talking about before like so people might view as men right right and now men as a group are demonized because some men um like they rape and stuff and they like they're and that's a product of the mass media and like there's this um cancellation of um not all men right right I think that yeah, it's good to hold accountability for guys to, you know, not be misogynistic and because it's like a really common thing, right? Right. But you shouldn't judge a person, like when you meet them initially, you shouldn't judge a person, oh, they're a guy, so I'm not being friends with them. Like, yeah, they might be a guy, but that's not their whole identity, mm. you know what I mean? So. I think right now we're classifying people by whatever their appearance is, whatever 
No, honestly, I think um, see that's that's the thing. Classifying people, it's fine. Cause classes, yeah, they, they don't. Fine, it, that's like it's like saying if all numbers are better than even numbers. How do you come up with that? They're just a classification of honestly, of, I do of like stuff, odd right? <laughs> yeah, that's your but opinion. Yeah, but that's my opinion. Right, exactly. People won't say that in public because mm. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's not relevant. And it's not even according to the topic. The, the purpose of classification is so that we can identify people. Yeah. I, in, uh, basically classifying it in their group. And you cannot deny for being a man or a female. If scientifically proven, you're a male or a female. Mm. Right? So, so scientifically, or social scientifically, even in this case, it's impossible to judge. It's, it's basically wrong. Or, or not even possible to judge if it's good or bad, if a class is good or bad. See, and the phenomenon that you pointed out, yeah. people using class to judge people, yeah. that is a product of the mass media. And how, how does it come to that? People, as I said, mm-hmm. mass media have this great, I guess, benefit. Is, um, people can write stuff and publish stuff and write stuff... Um, Publish stuff, yes. Yeah, but I'm not stuff published that rape anonymously. And stuff doesn't exist. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm also not saying that. Rape applies to both men and women. Yeah. And it's not that guys in general are bad because most of them mm-hmm. turn to rape. And, because and, women also rape. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are we no. not saying women are bad as well? You see, these are the we things humans that are, are bad. These are the things that are produced by the mass media. Okay. People. For example, there are uh, like a few um, victims of rapists or yeah. people who are very, em- uh, I guess, em- empathetic mm-hmm. towards people who got raped, mm-hmm. who are victims. They publish their opinions in an extreme manner online because that is what's possible. You can, yeah. you can s- speak loudly online. Yeah. If you shout loudly on in the public, something controversial. People will think you're you're, you're mental issue. Yeah, yeah, no, literally the people like outside my house. Yeah. they have speakers and they're like complaining about Korea or something. Oh uh, yeah, those extremists. Yeah, those, yeah. yeah, I I think it's weird. It is really easy to identify extremists <laughs> in real life, you know, because they're extreme. They're they're normal. They don't they don't have this ability to basically influence others and accept <laughs> others. The ideas are too extreme. Yeah, like Karens, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess so, but um, in social media, that's that's not a thing because everyone are extremists. Every single person is an extremist online. Everything, I think every single person has an opinion that they're passionate about. Exactly. That's why, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, that's we not, can that's see bad. a lot of issue through social media, such as inequality and yeah. you know yeah, corruptions yeah. in different states. That 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 that's that's beneficial. Mm-hmm. But what we have seen today is too much freedom on social media. I think everyone is too controlled by their emotion and passion that they're not second guessing or second like thinking properly about right and that's that's a benefit of it because you can express what you think yeah that's good but the problem is cancel culture so if you're expressing what you think and you you express it because you didn't second guess yourself of why you thought that way yeah then people start to cancel you yeah you know cancel culture they don't really 
ask for your opinion or ask for why you think that way, mm -hmm. but they just say, oh, your opinion is wrong, right. so you're wrong. Right, so cancelling, yeah. censoring someone, that's not bad. Yeah. But the word okay. culture, that's the problem. Culture means that it's free and it's a phenomenon driven by the people. You cannot possibly control mm -hmm. okay. what the people think if people are controlling what themselves thinks because right now what's happening is that mm -hmm. there is no uh, overlooking power yeah. it's anarchy in, on the internet right now there's no overlooking power uh, a dominant authority mm -hmm. to tell people what is the boundary mm. between sharing opinions that are useful for society and sharing opinions that would just cause a, a weird trend yeah i think the boundaries are they're there yeah. but they're unwritten they're like an unwritten goal. exactly so that's why we need the authority to do it but and that's the benefits of it why would you give an authority the power to choose what is right and what is wrong and what is extreme and what is not extreme it, if you do that, then what is the point of social media to express your freedom? Authority is there not to say who's right or who's wrong. Mm -hmm. Authority is there to control things, to, to prevent things to go out of hand, like these days. Mm, but, you know? Okay, so let's take Twitter, for example. Yeah. Right? Twitter and mass media, like, mm -hmm. they projected Donald Trump as a bad guy and Biden as a good guy. Mm -hmm. And that's their control. Right? Yeah. Because that's what they're controlling, mm -hmm. so that people don't get to, oh, I'm for Trump, you know. Mm -hmm. so okay. That's that was that didn't really end up well, as well, you know. Yeah, the, people I guess weren't so. Yeah. Informed. So I think without the control, that's when people get most informed. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't think personally that social media should have a person in power. No, I'm, I'm not saying a person or a not specific person, organization. Yeah. I, we just want an authority. This authority can't be the people themselves. You know, we can't have like a like an electoral system. We can't have a voting system. Okay. Right? That works for states, for countries, and that should work on the internet for pe the same Doesn't people who are living at the same Doesn't time that, too. Because I think people are still kind of angsty and people are not satisfied about their country in some sense because. Right, exactly, and that's the problem of social media. I think the, that's a good thing about social media because social being, media being an entire anarchy, a total anarchy. It it literally gives you the freedom of expression that no country or no society can. That is true. The freedom of expression cannot go too far. If you go too far, you cause a very, very serious damage to the society. Like, for guess, example, yeah. a real-life situation. Yeah, yeah it's just um, I will go back to the comparison mm -hmm. between current uh, internet yeah. trends, yeah. What, 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 what is happening there, and communism because they're really oh, similar. Okay. Yeah. And what happened in in China, for example, in the um, after a communism succeeded, mm -hmm. we have the Cultural Revolution. That's yeah. the darkest age, that the darkest thing that ever happened in human history. You can say that people start to basically killing their teachers, killing their own oh. parents, yeah, just okay. because of their, um, I guess, uh, traditional ideas that they had, mm -hmm. traditional values that they had. Mm -hmm. They start burning temples, books, traditional ideas, you know, you know, basically everything that's touched by people who had traditional values, they're, they're all destroyed. 
by the younger generation yeah. who are led, who are misled by an authority that doesn't know what they're doing. And that's exactly what's, the, what's happening on the internet. And what's worse than that is that there's no way to stop it on the internet. Mm. You know? In real life, yeah. at least, there is a governmental administration. There's a there's a person there or a, a group of people there. That would be silencing. That's silencing. But yeah. a good thing about that is that other people, other countries, yeah. they can at least talk to them. How would you talk to millions and billions of users online? How? So I think that's when media also has this thing where the viral culture, right? So. Mm -hmm. If there's a certain opinion that goes viral, you can start another viral opinion to cancel that viral opinion. Right? That's why they have both sides. So, so you're saying that there's always both sides? Yeah, there's always... I think there's always that brave person who just speaks whatever that is controversial on the internet and that also goes viral. Right, and how how is that... And how does that bring the internet to its greatest use how how is the internet every ever okay, useful now different opinions you're looking at different opinions who are extreme to cancel another extreme opinions at the end of the day <laughs> what you think is what you think you look at one opinion and look at the other exactly choose what you think exactly so what well, what makes you have the ability or, or have the right to express extreme opinions without authority and a proper management from an authority. Well, what do you mean by authority? How would you authorize anything? Authorize on the internet. We need some kind of censorship. Your censorship is not a bad word. There's too many topics in the internet that is covered on that yeah. you can't really create what is right and what is wrong for each no, I, no, I need to clarify again that I'm not saying that authorities yeah, it's are... Not, okay. It's not right or wrong. You can't They're, really... No, okay, then what is... What are they controlling? They're there to establish a boundary of people. They're, they're See, trying to exclude extremism that can negatively impact okay, so people. extremism is wrong. Extremism, of course, is wrong. Do you, do you think extremism is good? In some sense... In some cases, it could be good. How? It could it could be a beneficial opinion to consider. Well, well let's go back let's, to. Okay, so I'm I'm talking how, about okay. So how is a beneficial opinion if so, it cannot be accepted by anyone? That's a definition of extremism. It's too extreme. You know, let's go back to the initial purpose of social media. No, social media. Extremism is just extreme, but it's still representative of a certain side to a story. Okay, An so extreme I'm, side that is really difficult to convince them to accept others. Okay, but some people follow. So I'm talking about, um, so in ESS, we learn about the different environmental value systems, right? Right. And on the very far left, or on the very yeah. far one side, is technocentrics, uh -huh. who rely on technology and who thinks that there's infinite resources in the world okay. that people are able to use it and yeah. whatever. And there's, on the other extreme side, there's, um, what is it? Deep, deep ecologists, mm -hmm. I think. And those people are the people who are, wait, deep environmentalists? I don't know, sorry, I, I think forgot. the environmentalists, they're the left. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so they're the people who are like, you gotta be freaking environmental friendly. Yeah, okay. Right? And those people's opinions are good to hear in the sense that they have a perspective. Right. On the and, story. Uh, yeah. and see, hearing these extreme perspectives allow you to base 
your opinion, even though it's neutral between those two opinions. How would you possibly take a consideration of an opinion? Like going back to the environment, uh, environmentalists, yeah. right? Yeah. An extreme opinion. Let's say that the environmentalists say that we should tear down cities and build forests and everyone live in huts. It allows you to understand why they think that way. And that's the problem so with the internet. Is, yeah. They don't, there's no specific oh, rule no to why? force you Wait. to give evidence. It's just opinions. They're uh, just saying stuff. Yeah. That's why we need an authority to tell them to explain it so that they can differentiate themselves from radicalism. Mm, I think right? I and that's why we have I think countries. Extreme opinions are okay uh-huh. if they label it as extreme, so that people know. So, like, you know how there's um, what is it, um, conspiracy theories? Right. Those are also extreme opinions on something, but they label it as conspiracy theories. So that I, I, th- I think conspiracy theory that's another um, topic okay. than uh, extremism. But yeah, basically, if you say that we need to label extremism, that's the same thing as we should exclude extremism. Because if you label extremism, that's already antagonizing them. That's telling people, these people are extreme people without reasons. Who's going to listen to them? Eventually, they will just die out. Hmm. So if people have extreme opinions in society, Mm -hmm. should they be cancelled in real life? In real life, they are already cancelled. Really? You think that, um, you, you know, like uh, KKK, mm. right? Yeah. Do you think KKK can be elected as a political party in America? Mm, no. Okay. Right? No, but they still exist. They do exist. And some people but still hate them. Exactly. So there's no authority saying if they're right or wrong. It's, but there's an authority to control their boundaries. And is that's there, what we need. Is there an authority? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't know that. There are, uh, for example, in yeah. uh, even in the former Soviet Union countries, communism is banned. Mm. You know, th- th- those are the authorities that are, uh, you know, trying to create a boundary, okay. keeping people away from extremism. Let's talk more on a small scale. Okay. I'm thinking about religion. Okay. Religion, alright. People who believe in religion so much that they want to comfort other people to believe their own religion. Okay. Right. Let's say there's a person um, who we know mm-hmm. that is like that. Okay. Right? But we don't cancel that person, right? Mm-hmm. We accept that that's their opinion. Right. And we we think that it's interesting that the right. person has that opinion, right. right? Right. And there's no authority saying that that should not happen. Exactly. So why should there be authority? The authority is there to control, to establish the boundary. Again, the, that's what I'm talking about. The authority is not right or wrong. The authority does not have the right to say if you're right or wrong, if you should be cancelled or not. The authority is there to make people understand. To make people understand what is extremism and to d- differentiate yeah. people with rationalism from extremism and radicalism. So, okay, that's what so the authorities are for. Story. Let's say this person expresses her opinion, uh-huh. right? But we already know, like amongst ourselves, yeah. that that's extreme. Yeah. That's without written. That's without a written rule. Okay. Right. So I think with even without an authority, mm-hmm. people will understand that that's extreme. Yeah. But the problem online is yeah. that that those opinions can very well spread, and that's 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 the issue with being okay, online. So like ignorant right? people. 
you have these um, everyone expressing their own extreme opinions, yeah. and that's why extreme opinions can spread because everyone expressing extreme opinions. Yeah, if we can have authority that brings back the social boundary we had back in the days, back in real life, mm -hmm. then we can have a safe, productive internet environment, yeah, and that's okay. why we need authority. Because I think that okay, connecting that to political correctness, right? Okay. People nowadays okay maybe it's not political correctness but people nowadays they're ashamed to be white mm -hmm. because um they're like oh white people dance like this but if you say that <laughs> about black people uh -huh. right and say like oh black people are a certain way then they get cancelled right so i think that like polarization that difference difference that exists mm -hmm. that's also because of like the extremism i guess mm -hmm. extreme support for one group and extreme right. like non-support for the other group yeah right so yeah, possibly if. But okay, so if an authority did exist on social media, what yeah. would it be? How would it be established? I mean, um, an authority, mm -hmm. the authority itself has to be educated. That's for sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. But how? Like, what? What? In what environment? What do you mean? What environment? Depending on the environment that they're educated in, mm -hmm. they could have different opinions on what is it? No, they don't, they don't need to have different environments. They don't have... It, we don't really care about their opinions. We just need to know that they're qualified to do so. So what determines that they're qualified? Quali what if they're extreme on one opinion, right? It doesn't matter because they don't have the right to eradicate those opinions. They have the right to control those opinions but not eradicate them. They cannot say if that's right or wrong, that's canceled or not. Okay. But they have the right to tell people that's an extreme opinion or to encourage people to provide more evidence to support that they are not radical. Isn't that, um, what was it called? Like, um, media controlling or something like that? What do you mean, like media censorship? Yeah, yeah media censorship. But media censorship is an extreme form of authority. That's what you talked about. That, that kind of have the problem of eliminating opinions. So don't give the whole power to authority, but still have an authority? No, see, that's the thing. Censorship. <laughs> yeah. It's a different topic. Censorship has the power to eliminate people. Uh -huh. The people are working under the umbrella of the censorship. Yeah. But authority, uh, internet authority that I am promoting, yeah. is totally different. Okay. That authority is for um, basically to help people to understand, to clarify everything. Kind of like a, like a set of rules that you have to follow, you know? Oh, like community guidelines. Kind of like that, yeah. Those exist. Those exist, but there's no universal internet guideline, you know? Mm. And that's the problem of internet. Okay. Because, like, even... Like, I see YouTube guidelines, right. right? No one reads them. Do you read them? Because I never read the YouTube guidelines. Mm. I know it says YouTube guidelines. I mm. never read them. Right. But you, they still have this checkbox that you have to check. Yeah, right? it says, like... Be respectful. What is respectful? Like words are And that's big. why that's why we need um controlling group to identify them, to remind people. Okay. And these people have to be educated. These people have to be um computer scientists, um political scientists, social scientists. Why can't it be normal people? How would a normal people understand would, a social they trend? Would represent the society like the people in society they are already represented see that's the thing there's an leadership mm -hmm. and an image yeah. of people yeah. and there's another authority controlling the people the image 
it's established it's kind of already established by the people themselves they kind of have this electoral system if you would say it but you know to, to use the following system to use the viewership system to support the um, artists yeah that they like yeah and that's it, that's 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 working pretty well isn't it they have this uh, opinion they express it so they have their way to express their opinion and the authorities they're not gonna express their opinions they're there who, to who, see the trend yeah so who's gonna choose those authorities who's gonna choose this authorities? yeah that depends on the company and I don't care who chooses the authorities because the people who are who are controlling it their opinions don't matter we only need their knowledge on social trend, you know. Oh, they okay, can. Okay. They have so the ability. You want to make it actually like quantifiable data. Exactly. Oh, okay. Right. The the only political scientists or social scientists or data scientists they have years of training and research on this field. Yeah. I don't believe that a fourteen year old girl would um yeah, you know had do this job right even though if she's really influential online. Okay, so you want to actually make it quantifiable, actual science-based. Yeah. Um, okay, maybe that works. Yeah, that works. Yeah, okay, okay. Anyway, going back <laughs> to the actual gender topic, one of the... So I was watching basically an interview on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. And they were asking people about um, transgender people, right? Mm-hmm. Would you date transgender people? Um, is it okay for transgender people to be transgender? Right. Okay, so... Um, and this guy, he replied, um, gender is not something that you inherit, but race is something that you inherit. So that's why you can't identify as a different race, but you can identify as a different gender. What is your opinion? Well, I say in, uh, the, the, the definition of gender, honestly, we need another word for gender. Because, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, basically the two arguments is that gender is a biological thing. No, I think the actual word, word for it is like yep. sex is the biological thing and gender is the social thing. Okay. Because gender is like a uh, Now here's more thing because, yeah. you know, in the field of psychology or, or uh, human yeah. science, mm-hmm. sex can also determine yeah. your... Um, uh, I guess your uh, social outlook, your actions, your opinions, and that's what scientists are researching right now. We don't have, uh, we don't have that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, how should we define that? Should we define it as sex? Because sex is a word for, you know, like a reproductive definition really, of gender. Does it really? Yeah, sex is a reproductive right. definition, right? Because I don't think it actually defines your social outlook. Right. Exactly. Even girls, they. They can dress as boys mm-hmm. and they can dress as girls. Mm-hmm. But why are we saying that they can dress as boys and girls when you can basically dress as anything? Yeah. Right? So why do we actually put a label to stuff for classification, obviously? But yeah. And I so, think those classification uh-huh. is not wrong. And again, going back to these classifications, they're scientific. They're quant- they're, they, the scientists have concluded so into these classifications from data. Yeah, it's basically like the masses. Right. right? If you want to change the outlook of the data you should start changing yourself yeah, instead of antagonizing people, yeah people come, come um they they say that um that's like discriminating the minority right, right? but groups are basically made because of majorities you know i guess so because uh, okay what else can you actually you know classify a group as if they aren't the majority that's not a group. That's just different. 
no, no, see, here's the thing. A, 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 I think um, a group mm-hmm. itself, yeah. there's no minority or majority because group, everyone's the same in the group. If you have a majority and a minority, these are already two groups, the majority and the minority, right? No, but, like, girls, they're all different, right? Yeah. Some people are more boyish and some people are more girlish. Right, but they're still girls. That's in the big category of the groups, mm. right? So they're, like, subgroups. There are subgroups that you can identify them. Okay. So, like, my question is, if those groups, mm-hmm. or if these social constructs did not exist, yeah. would trans people not exist? Would trans people not exist? Because trans people, I think they identify as a different gender. Yeah. So gender to social construct than what they are biologically born with, right? I guess so. And if that gender wasn't classified between people, then they could just identify as himself. Now here's the question. Why shouldn't gender be classified? Why should it? Or how can it not be classified? If gender is not classified, how is it possible can we classify social classes? How can we possible to classify yeah, jobs? I think it's fine to be... Well, I think it's fine that it's classified. Right. And and transgender, and of course, yeah, I get it. To not conform to it, I guess. Yeah. But there shouldn't be social pressure to conform to it. Is what I'm saying. To conform, I, I don't think there's a, there's a, it's not a debatable, it's not a debatable topic. It's a fact that classification exists. Yeah. Because classification exists through quantitative data. Mm-hmm. That's what people see every day, yeah, and yeah. they conclude with that. That's scientific already. Yeah. You cannot deny, you cannot say that you don't believe in 1 plus 1 equals 2. Yeah, unless you're kind of dumb. Right, so. But I think my argument is that if we weren't raised the way that we are based on our gender, maybe people will be different. If we weren't raised in gender is different? Yeah, I guess that's, that's, a, that's a thing of uh, your uh, atmosphere. And yeah. your environment that you're bu- especially like from my experience, born in Japan, mm-hmm. girls, boys, they're really separate. You know? Right. Girls, you like pink. You like dolls. You like girls. Right, 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 right. Boys, you like right. black. Right. And like even with Lando you know uh-huh. the yeah, yeah. Um, like girls, you're supposed to have red, pink, mm-hmm. and, like, and then mm-hmm. guys are like black and blue and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And now here's the thing. I, I think, think that um, really shaped who I am as a person. And yeah. now I'm kind of like, because of social media, I'm like, whoa, wait, what am I really? Now, here's the thing, um, those yeah. thimbles, for example, bathroom. I don't know why, but people debate on bathroom thimbles, right? Yeah, but, um, yeah. So, see, though, these thimbles and classes, mm-hmm. they're not telling or they're not shaping the environment. They're shaped by who, what the environments are, you know? Yeah. Well, okay. you have a, a, a bathroom symbol of... Um, you know, a female bathroom. Yeah. You have a dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's not, you're not telling, oh it's not telling you to wear a dress. No, Nobody's see? telling you to wear a dress. It's just the fact that everyone wears, happens to wear a dress if you're a woman, you know? Yeah, and, okay, so that's the debate for that, right? Right. And on the other hand, you know the um, walking side of the um, traffic sli- right. signals? Right. That's a man. How do you know if that's a man? Exactly, but people think that it's a man because it doesn't have a dress. 
And so they're saying that that's gender discriminatory, discriminatory. And so they're like, oh, we need to create a traffic sign that oh, is man, woman. Wait, and then that would be discriminating against men. You know, that, that man symbol, that's no, no. a universal Okay, firstly, symbol. how do you even know if that figure... I know, it's a universal No, how being. do you know that if that figure is representative of a person's dress? What if it's a representative of a human body without any clothing? That's kind of... Um, yeah, it right? could be. It could be. <laughs> yeah. But then what is that representing? You know, symbols are really... Yeah, symbols are kind of... No, so people should not, like, I guess, antagonize symbols because of who the symbol is. Symbols because are symbols are made, made of humans. It's just they are to make life easier, to understand that... And that symbols, they are made by people. Because people are acting this way, that's why the symbols are produced, right? If you want to yeah. change the symbols, you have to change yourself first. And that's yeah. why, and that's why we, we. I guess the we, argument we, is that you shouldn't really need to change yourself because of what society deems. Well, it's just a misunderstanding. You know, the society is not telling you to do anything. Yeah, it's, it's just, just that, that you think people are telling you yeah. to do anything. But I think it's important to actually create bathrooms for transgender people so that they feel more comfortable in society. Bathrooms for transgender. Yeah, I think that's. <coughs> bless you. I think that's an important part, though, because. It's kind of uncomfortable, like, for them to like actually go to the male's bathroom dressed like a woman, okay, and actually go to the woman's bathroom and people telling them that. So I think yeah, it's important to create like a new gender neutral bathroom. Gender neutral bathroom as like a temporary thing. Just as a thing in society. Like you just like it's wherever they just establish that we yeah. have a third gender. Yeah. Then how is it possible for us to ultimately eliminate the discri- discrimination against them? Why wouldn't you want to? Why would you want to create a social class, a new classification, if it's not even identified scientifically that it doesn't even have a uh, have a need to be clear definition? Scientifically, like bathrooms are. But you're something. identifying them as transgender. No, we're uh, creating space for them. Right. That who people who identify I, as. Transgender, I agree with yeah. I agree with that because that's a great that's a temporary society. solution right now. We have discrimination against them, but ultimately we not we want to erase the discrimination, right? Exactly. We want them to and be comfortable. Creating, yeah, exactly. And creating a space just for them. That we'll just be- sets a rule that they're different from men and women. Okay, then how else should they actually be comfortable? Because they're okay. It's it's not. It's really insensitive to say that they're not different. Mm-hmm. It's. Because if you're actually classifying them as a woman or a man, yeah. that's offensive to them. Mm-hmm. You know, because they don't identify as either, or they Id- identify as one or the other, but that's not accepted by society. Mm. Oh, that's your point. Yes, that's my point. <laughs> mm, I don't know. So, would you be comfortable with a woman, no, a man that yeah. is. Transgender. Uh-huh. Basically, yeah. a man dressed like a woman going to the bathroom. Okay, yeah, that, that's one, sure. Firstly, I wouldn't care who I go to the bathroom with if they're a stranger. Why would you look at other people while you're going to the bathroom? Stick to yourself. But <laughs> secondly... <laughs> no, but I think like, when it comes to girls, if they are, let's say, if they are transgender, they have... Uh, 
they have women genitals. They they didn't do surgery yeah. yet, and they are a man. Yeah. Then women would think that they are hentai or something, right? Okay. So how would we eliminate that discrimination without basing it on their appearance? Hmm. Because anyone could actually, as a guy, dress up as a woman and yep. say that they're transgender, even yep. though they're not. That's, and that's then that will create new social problems. So wouldn't it be much of a better solution to create a space for transgender people? So that can only act as a temporary solution. I, I'm not saying that it's a bad idea. I'm just saying that it can only be a temporary solution. While pe- we're fixing on the uh, or re-educating people on the idea of gender, how would you re-educate people? Cause that would just create people who actually um, try to rape women. How? What? No, like. <laughs> so be, like, trying to teach people to be inclusive with transgender can turn them into rapists. No, no, no not not <laughs> them. I'm saying that people might take advantage of that and try and like invade women's privacy or men's privacy then that's another topic no that's basically the problem that will come up if we're thinking of long-term solutions then we will have a different solution to fix that problem oh okay that's 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 i mean today we can even you know have this problem i mean why shouldn't a man dress like a woman and going to the women's bathroom that's the same thing yeah damn because that should be their own freedom, right? To dress as a woman and go to whatever bathroom that they like. That should be their own decision. But it could create problems. It could create problems. Wow, that's so hard. Like, what are, what are we supposed to do? No, no, no. See, that's, that that problem is yeah. not new. That's not created by, by, uh, by uh, you know, including uh, transgender. You, you know, a woman can dress like a man and go to the men's bathroom today. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah a man yeah, can yeah, dress yeah, like yeah, a woman. Yeah. So it's not a new problem at all. Yeah, it's not a new problem. Right. But but how how could we Okay, so is that okay? Like that's another problem. That's why it's a totally different topic. Because that's another problem that's been existing for years. And yeah. that that has nothing to do with how we accept transgender. Yeah, yeah, it has right. nothing to do with it. Right. Just that, you know, exactly. that could be misconceived as that's the purpose. Right. Yeah, so it's it's kind of, yeah. I don't know. Do you want to wrap it up? Yep. Okay. I guess um, that's it for today.